You are listening to the official podcast for ICGC Calvary Temple, Teen Chapel. Be blessed as you listen to life-changing messages by seasoned men and women of God. And for that, I thank you. Father, I thank you for protecting me. Father, I thank you for waking me up. Just thank him. If you can pray in tongues, pray to him in any way you can. Your language, English, any way. Just thank him. Thank him because he's been faithful to you. Pray, pray, pray. Like today is the last day. I can't hear you pray. Pray. Pray like today is the last day of your life. Pray and thank him. Thank him. Just thank him. Father, I thank you. I'm here and I'm walking. Father, I thank you for waking me up. Father, I thank you for giving me the air that I breathe. Father, this is just by your grace. This, this is this is amazing to have a God by your side. Others are dead, they don't they don't have the privileges we have. So just thank him. Thank him for that privilege. Thank him. It's for identification. Okay. Now I want you to here and ask the Lord for forgiveness first. Each and every one of us has sinned. In the book of First John, chapter one, verse nine, it says, um, "It says,
I thank Daddy Biju and his team for inviting me here. And I'm so excited. Why? Because I'm seeing future leaders here. People who are being prepared to take over. We are disappointed somehow. But we know, seeing you, I had this, I, 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 I had this feeling that the future is going to be bright. Because you are being groomed to take over. And God will do what he's supposed to do for you to take over and change the dynamics. Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Everlasting Father, we want to thank you for this day. You ordained it before the foundation of the earth that this day will gather like this. And Auntie Marian will be here. 
we pray that Lord, without you, I can do nothing. Therefore, I ask that you open your heavens, fill me with your spirit, send forth your spirit to create an atmosphere here, give us a hearing ear, revive our spirit, a listening, a listening ear, and then a good heart that will, receive, that will be receptive in the name of Jesus. This morning we say, Lord, let the blood, let the blood, let the blood, let the blood that cleanses, cleanse us all and give us a right standing with you. Let everything we do here be done according to your will and purpose in the name of Jesus. Have your way and glorify yourself in Jesus' name. Amen. I think the topic this morning is empowerment for the kingdom business. Boldness, signs, and wonders and manifestations. Empowerment for the kingdom business. It's not empowerment for Ghana's business. It's empowerment for the kingdom's business. The kingdom business. And if we talk about the kingdom, the kingdom of God, we are talking about a kingdom for God, the one who created the heavens and the earth. So if you are being empowered to work in the kingdom, then we have to know the do's and the don'ts of the kingdom so that we will be empowered to do what is expected us to do. First and foremost, if you want to become, you want to be empowered for the kingdom business, what you have to do is that you have to accept the Lord as your Lord and personal savior. And John 1.12, can you put it on the screen for me? John 1.12, you have to be born again before you be empowered. One of the criteria is to be born again. John 1.12 says, but as many as received him, and to him, and to him he gave the right to become the children of God, to those who believed in his name. As many as believed and received him, he gave them the power. When you are going to work in the bank, you, are, you, you, you send forth your application letter, and they give you, they give you what? Is it, um, um, uh, you, you give them, you send your application and they will give you appointment letter. And so here, if you want to work in the kingdom, be empowered to work in the kingdom. The first step is your salvation. Work on your salvation. John 3, 3, Jesus asked Nicodemus, Jesus told Nicodemus, until you become born again, until you become born again, before you be empowered. If you are not born again, certain things, you don't get it. But when you are born again, when you receive Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, then you are mandated to walk in power. God will give you that power. Hallelujah. John 4, 6. Can you put it on the screen for me? John 4, 6. It says, now Jacob, John 14, 6. Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you want to be empowered, there is only one way. And Jesus is telling us he is the way, the truth, and the life. When you accept him as your Lord and personal Savior, there are some benefits that comes to you. Hallelujah. And Luke 8.10. Luke 8.10. The scriptures are plenty, but I want you to write so that you read. Said, and Jesus said, to you, it has been given to know the mysteries. Can you give me another version? The one that says, I've been given the knowledge 
this new King James. Eh? Mm -hmm. He said, the knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of God has been given to you. The knowledge, when you accept Christ, uh, there is a knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of God that is revealed to you. If you don't accept God, you don't get that knowledge. And he says, but, but to others I have spoken in parable so that through seeing they may see, uh, through hearing, they may not see and through hearing they may not understand. Some people, because they have not accepted the Lord, whatever you tell them, but for us who have accepted the Lord and we want to work in the business, he says, I have given you the secret of the kingdom, the secret of the kingdom of God. There is something hidden somewhere. Unless you accept Christ before he reveals it to you. He says, for you have accepted me and you want to work in my kingdom. It's not for free. You can't you won't just come and do it. But I have given, I'll give you the secret. Or there's something hidden. There's a mystery somewhere that I'll give to you so that you'll be able to do it. Hallelujah. The second thing is that when you accept Christ, the world is waiting. Bible says the world is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. I think is um, that scripture is in Romans eight nineteen. The world is waiting because you've been drawn out of darkness into the kingdom of light. The world is looking at you. So over to me, What can you do? What are you bringing on board? Is there something new you are going to bring on board? These people that make noise with Christ, what at all do they have? So they will be waiting. That what are you going to do after accepting Christ? What are you going to do? How, how are you? And what what difference are you bringing on board? Hallelujah. What are you bringing on board? So the next thing is that the world will begin to see you. And so you yourself have to purpose in my heart, heart that look, I'm no more in the world. I'm in the house of God. And so if there's, there's a secret of the kingdom of God, I must desire it for me to walk into it so that people will see the difference. Do you get me here? Do you, get, do you understand what I'm saying? I hope you are okay with what I'm saying. If you are now a born again, then something different, something must show that you are born again because the world is waiting to see that difference. It, it, the world is not expecting you to remain the same. When you are, you are, you are being disobedient in the world, when you haven't seen Christ, the things that you do, the world is looking, looking at you that there will be a change. And through that, when God sees that you have separated yourself, God will give you that power. The thing, everyone born, I want to tell you that everyone born in Christ is mandated with assignment. If you accept Christ as your Lord and personal Savior and you come into the kingdom, you are mandated for assignment. A personal assignment. You don't do what others do. You have to seek the face of God and see where do I belong to. Uh, John, Jeremiah 1.5 Jeremiah 1.5 Jeremiah 1.5 says, before I was formed, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. When you were in your mother's womb, God knew you. He has a plan. He has a blueprint for your life. He has ordained it. And so when you become born again, there's assignment for you personally. Hallelujah. And through that assignment, that God will manifest his power through Amen. If you look at Jesus, he came. Bible says he came to seek and save the lost. That was his assignment. If you look at um, 
John 1.23. Let me see what is there. John 1.23. I hope you are getting me. John replied, John replied in the words of Isaiah the prophet, I am the voice of one who is calling from the desert. Make straight the way. This is John's assignment. John's, uh, John the Baptist. This, this, that was his assignment. He came calling. The voice calling from the wilderness. So as you sit here. If you don't know your assignment. Here everybody. Bible says we all have to supply. Everybody must supply. We all know in part. So when you discover your assignment. That is where God is going to work through you. So it's very important for you to cover, discover your assignment. Which area is God calling me? As I stand here. I can't do what Mr. Biju does. I can't do it. I have my special assignment. Mr. Biju has a special assignment. Auntie uh, Adam has a special assignment. So it's up to us. If we really want to be empowered in the house of God, you have to know your assignment. Which, which area do I belong to? So that you'll be able to, God will be able to enable you. God will give you that enablement to operate in your assignment. Do you hear me? So you don't follow, follow. This time the follow, follow is becoming too much. Yeah. You go and play and then when you come, you look at someone and you are following. You are copying everything. No. Seek the face of God. Find out where God, God, what do you want me to do? I'm in the youth. What, what assignment do you have for me there? So that I can operate through that. That is where God is going to empower you. Hallelujah. So John, and then Romans 11, 13. I want to know that, I want you to know that everybody has an assignment when it comes to the building, uh, working in the house of God. John eleven thirteen. Romans 11, 13. He says, I do not want you to be unaware, brothers, that I planned many 11, 13. I am talking to you Gentiles in as much as I am the apostle to the Gentiles. I make much of my mystery. This is Paul talking. For Paul, he says, my assignment is to deal with the Gentiles, to preach to the Gentiles. And that is where I do more. So when you discover where you belong to, God will empower, God will give you what it takes to do more. It's very, very important for you to discover. When you accept Christ first, you have to know that the world is waiting for what you are going to bring on board. And then the next thing is that you have to know where you belong to so that you will be able to exhibit it for people to know, for the world to know that indeed our God is, our God is the God of power. 15, Romans 15, Romans 15, I think, 13. 15, 16. Romans 15, 16. To be a minister of Christ, Jesus, to be a minister of Christ, Jesus to the Gentiles. With the priesthood, because I use the message Bible, sometimes this one's, this is NIVM. To be a minister of Christ. No, please go to where you went to. Let me continue from there. To be a minister of Christ, Jesus is the Jesus to the Gentiles with the priestly duty of proclaiming the gospel of God so that the Gentiles might become offering, 
an offering acceptable to God. For him, that is where he belongs to. That he will be able to teach the Gentiles to become an offering to God. To become some people to God. That is where. So I want you to know that if you really want to work, want to be empowered, then you have to discover where you belong to. It's through that that God is going to empower you to do much. Hallelujah. <coughs> However, <coughs> by your strength, you cannot do anything. It is the spirit of God. It is the spirit of God. It is the spirit of God. Job 32, 8. It is the spirit of God. Job 32, 8. Job 32, 8. Says, But see, it was wrong. No, go to the other NIV. NIV or. But it is the spirit in man. There is a spirit in man. The breath of the Almighty that gives him understanding. There is a spirit in you. And when God, that accepting God, when, when that when God breathes into that spirit, it brings you understanding. It propels you to do what you couldn't, you were not able to do. For, so there's a spirit in man. And because of that, when Jesus came, Jesus came on earth. What he did after going through everything, he saw that it is not easy doing what uh, when you want to work in the kingdom, it is not easy doing it by your own strength. Bible says by our strength we cannot prevail. So in Luke 24, 49, Luke 24, the scriptures are plenty. Luke 24. Luke 2449 says, I am going to send you what my father has promised. 2449. Mm -hmm. But stay in the city until you have been clothed with power. Hallelujah. And you and I know that the city is the house of God. When you accept Christ, you have to stay in the city. You don't come church once and then go home. You come this week, next week you will not come. This time we are making excuses with the corona. We don't come to church when our facilitators tell ask us to do something, we don't do it. But he says, stay in the city. After you have accepted Christ and you know that the world is waiting for you to bring what you have on board, you have to stay in Christ for you to be endued with the Holy Spirit before you'll be able to do something. You have to stay in Christ to get that power. Ezekiel 36, 27. Ezekiel 36, 27. And I will put my spirit in you and move you to follow my decrees and to be careful to keep my laws. When you stay in him, he will empower you. Bible says in Romans 8, when that spirit comes upon you, you receive power. But here he says, when you say, I will put, I, God, will put my spirit in you. Do you want to be empowered? Then I will put, because you are in me, you stay in me, I'm going to put my spirit in you for you to be able to do what is expected of you. Are you getting me here? Mm-hmm. You have to stay in God for him to empower you. The empowerment doesn't come from anywhere. It doesn't even come from school. It doesn't come from your teachers. It comes from the Holy Spirit. It comes from heaven. So as you wait in him, wait on him, as you keep coming, as you are being taught, as you are reading your Bible, you are being empowered to go out there to make the difference. Do you get me here? Do you get me? Let's continue. Now, if you are going to do business with God, your heart must be given to him. Learn to love the Lord. Surrender to him. If you are going to do business, if you want God to empower you 
to do business with him. For the world to know that you belong to a different kingdom. And you can do the unusual. If you want to do the unusual, then you must love God. You have to surrender to him. You have to give him your all. You don't do whatever you want to do out there and come to God and expect God to pay you or give you anything. Darby. You have to come to God, stay in God, love him with all your heart, love him with all your soul, love him with all your spirit, so that the secret of the kingdom will be revealed to you. The things that you use to manifest yourself out there will be given to you. The more you stay in the Lord, the more you get it. Let's read um, Proverbs 23, 26. Proverbs 23, 26. empowerment. My son, give me your heart and let your eyes give me your heart let your eyes keep to my ways. Give me your heart and let your eyes keep to my ways. Give me your, God is telling us give, give, we should give him our heart and let our eyes keep to his ways. God has a way, he has a way of doing things. He has his own way. We don't say, be so strict. No, I don't, I know, not that. But you have to give God all your heart. Today you are here, tomorrow you are here. No, give God all your heart. Let him know that, ah, my daughter Elizabeth loves me. My son Kojo loves me. He has given me all his heart. So because you have done that, he will also give you everything. He will give you everything to be able to manifest yourself for the world to know that this is the child of the living God. This is the son of God. This is the daughter of God. And so if you really want to be empowered to do the kingdom business, you have to give God all your heart and know his way. Keep your eyes on his way. What are some of his ways that you are serving in the house of God? You are being obedient to the word of God. You are not stealing you are not gossiping. You are, you know, loving each, uh, uh, one another. It's all part of it. Doing the will of God so that you'll be empowered. Some things when you do, God deprives us. God takes it, takes good things away from us. But when you stay in him and you, you keep your eyes on him and you love him and you do what is expected of you, he will give you all that it takes to be empowered. Hallelujah. Your love for God will propel you to seek him by building an intimate relationship with the power of God. God's head, which is the Holy Spirit. And here, let me come to separation. One, you have to separate yourself. And 2 Corinthians 6, 17. 2 Corinthians 6, 17 says, you have to separate yourself. Set yourself apart. He said, therefore, come out. This one, give me the message. So leave the corruption and the comprom and compromise. Leave the corruption and compromise. Leave it for good. Leave those old habits for good, says the Lord. Don't link up with those who will pollute you. Don't link up with those who will pollute you. I want you all for myself. God is telling you, separate yourself. If you want to be empowered, separate yourself. He wants you all for himself to be able to do what he wants to do, to use you to manifest himself. Hallelujah. Let's look at the next scripture. Romans 8, 14 and 15. When you go home, read over the scripture. It says, because... Because those who are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. 
Hallelujah. And the 15 says what? For you, for you do not deceive, for you do not receive a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear. But you receive the spirit of sonship, and by him you can cry, Abba Father. When you are in him, he will give you that boldness, that power. When you are in him, he will give you that spirit that doesn't make you a slave again. You are empowered to do things that you were not able to do. You are empowered. And so the old things must go away. You are no more slave. You have the power to do exploits. You have the power to do great things. You have the power. You are empowered to do great. You are now a different person. And so you operate differently. You don't do what everybody does know. The spirit, when as many as receive, uh, are led by the spirit, they are the true, the son of God, sons of God. When you are first of God, when you receive him as your Lord and personal savior, you have to be led by the spirit so that you'll be empowered Hallelujah. So you separate, you set yourself apart and the Holy Spirit works through you. When you read Exodus 33, there is something that I want you to see. Exodus 33, 11. It says, the Lord will speak to Moses face to face as a man speaks with his friend. Then Moses will return to the camp. But his young aide, Joshua, son of Nun, did not leave the tent. When Mr. Bijou and the facilitators are not here and they ask you to come and do something, I please them when they are not here, uh, do you come, do you stay here? Or you went, Bible says, and Joshua, even though Moses was not there, he was there. He knows what he's supposed to do. And so he will not wait for anybody when he, when he, he is taught. So because he is taught, he knows what to do when no facilitator is here. Do you get me? So you have to stay. He said he stayed in the tent. He stayed. As for the house of God, you don't have to depart. You don't have to leave the house of God. Anytime there is a meeting, you have to be here. Anytime there is a gathering. And the more you come, the more God sees you and God, I mean, God empowers you to go out there to make the difference. Bible says God loves the house. His house more than the house of Jacob. So being a house, being in a house, we don't, but when you come to the house of God, that is where glorious things are found. That is where good things are found. So when you come in here and you get the glorious things, you can go up out there and share. When you come, when we were watching the uh, testimonies, uh, you know, the testimonies were not coming from our, uh, uh, were not coming from the things we watch on our TV, but the experiences, uh, the testimony was coming from the things, the encounters they had. So when you they tell you, you can also go out there and share it to people. That's the empowerment. The empowerment is not this time everybody is doing anything. We have some pastors who think the power of God is just come and stand there and do it. But the power of God is for you to realize that God is God. And I'm walking in, I'm walking knowing that God is my God. The empowerment, when we talk about empowerment of God, we are saying that you knowing that you are a child of God. And because you are a child of certain things, you will not, you will not indulge yourself in. You will separate yourself into the, uh, to God and do what God expects you to do. Let's look at holiness. Daniel 1.8. And Daniel is a young man like us. Daniel 1.8. Let's look at holiness. We have to look at holiness. He said, but Daniel resolved not to defile himself with the royal food and wine. And he asked the chief, of, uh, the chief official uh, for permission not to defile himself. Kindly give me the uh, a message and let me see. He set himself apart. But Daniel determined that he would not defile himself by eating the king's food or drinking wine. So, so he asked the head of the palace staff to exempt him. 
You know, sometimes we do eye service when no one sees us. But Daniel, they were they were they, they moved from where they are, their comfort zone into a captivity. But because of what they were taught, when they went, the truth that they bought, they never sold it. They held on to the truth. And most of you, when you come to uh, when you come here. The things they teach you when you are going, you leave it at the door. And so you go to your schools and exhibit different things. Do different things. But Bible says, Daniel, he's a young man like our, you and I. I'm a young woman, you know. We say young man like you and I. But when he, whatever he was taught, wherever he went, he exhibited it. And if you want to make a difference in your school, you want to make a difference in your home, in your family, then you have to hold on the, to the truth that your facilitators are, are giving to you, that the teachings that they are giving to you, that wherever you will move, you will tell yourself, this is a truth that I have bought and this truth, I'm not going to sell it. Daniel was able to go into the lion's den. You see the power there? He, you know the story. He went into the lion's den, but the lions decided that day to fast because Daniel stands for the Lord. Daniel knows what is, I, I mean, at a point he said, he and his uh, friends for, for the sake of time, I don't want to but he told, they told uh, King Nebuchadnezzar, we are, we are too careful. Even if the God we have will not accept us, we will not bow to you. You know, they know the right, they know the truth and they held on to the truth and so they were able to manifest the power of God. They were able to exhibit who they were in the midst of, uh, uh, look at how people have gathered. They, they heated their fire seven times, took all of them, put them into it, but nothing, her Bible says no smoke, no smell of smoke was found on them because they set themselves apart because they told themselves that we'll hold on to the truth we want to we want people to know that we have power in us that it's not about what the world is saying but it's about a power that we have gained a power that we have a power that by separating ourselves our god has given to us and so we want to make the difference that they, they did everything possible but they took them into the fire they came out they went into the lions then they came out because the lord they set themselves apart for the Lord. They did what is right in the sight of God. Hallelujah. Do you want to do what is right in the sight of God? Do you want to exhibit power? Do you want to make a difference in the world? This is it. This is the secret. You have to live a holy life. 1 Peter 1, 15 and 16. 1 Peter 1, 15 and 16. I don't want to see what it is. Say, but just as he but just as he, he who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do. Because the God who called us is holy, we have to separate ourselves in him. The next thing is waiting on God in worship, in prayer, in word. You have to wait on God in worship. You have to wait on God if you really want to be empowered. You wait on God in prayer. You wait on God in worship. You wait on God. On, in, uh, you, you, you read your word of God. And Acts 6, 4 says, Acts is 4. Acts chapter 6 verse 4. And we'll give you and we'll give our attention to prayer. They gave their attention. All they did was to give their attention to the ministry and to the word of God. They gave their, they gave their all, their attention. They gave their attention. You have to give your attention to the word of God. You have to love the word of God. Please let's see what Acts 13, 12 says.
here, I think, uh, okay, it's okay. It's okay. But when they saw what he has done, they, they were, let's look at obedience. You can hear, hear listen to me well. You can hear from, from the Lord, but decide when to or not to obey it. You can hear the word of God. Your facilitators will teach you, but you can decide. You will not use it for anything. And it is very serious. God, <clears throat> God, God is so careful in revealing his secret to people. If you want to see, see the secret of God, then you have to be obedient to, the, obedient to God. Amos 3.7. Amos 3.7 says, God is very, very careful who he, 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 he reveals. He says, surely the sovereign Lord does nothing without revealing it to his, revealing his plan to his servant. He does nothing. If you really want to be empowered, the secret things of the Lord are in the deep waters. So when you want to become a different man, you want to do the unusual, then you have to be closer to God so that he will tell you his secret. And Psalm 25, 14 also says, the secret things are revealed to those who fear the Lord. If you fear him, he will. Galatians 18, 19 says what? The Lord confines in those who fear him. He makes his covenant known to them. He doesn't hide anything from you if you fear him. So when you fear him, he will reveal everything to you. The secret, the secret things he would let you know. Things that are happening, that people in the, uh, things that are happening in the school that they don't have, a, God will reveal it to you. In your home, God will reveal it to you. Please let me see Genesis 8. Uh, Bible says, Genesis 18, 19. Bible says he knew Abraham that he would direct his children or his, his, his family according to the will of God. But God, you, you have to work it out for God to know, God to trust you that no matter what, if he gives you his power, you are going to do it according to the will of God. According to the will of God. Hallelujah. According to the will of God. And I want you to know that God rewards faithfulness. God will, he rewards faithfulness. When you stay faithful with him, <coughs> you will do exploits. If you stay faithful with him, you will do exploits. Let's look at um, Psalm, 20, Psalm 89, 20. says, I have found my servant David. And I'm, is it? Psalm 89, 20, I have found him, I will anoint him. I will anoint him. When you want to do miracles, when you are him, he says, I have found my servant David, I will anoint him with fresh oil. Acts 10, 38, says how Jesus Christ, I have found David my servant, with my secret oil, I, I will anoint him. I will anoint him for what? For greater works. I will anoint him for what? For wonders, for miracles, for signs. I will anoint him. When you stay in him, he will tell you, I have found you. And I'm going to empower you. I'm going to give you what it takes to go out there to do exploits. Hallelujah. This one, uh, Act 30, 30 says, how Jesus Christ was anointed. <coughs> Jesus Christ of Nazareth was anointed with the Holy Spirit and with power. And how he went around doing good, healing all who were healing all who were under the power of devil because God was with him. 
because God was with him. Do you want to be empowered? Do you want to do uh, make a difference? You have to be anointed. God is going to anoint you. You have to stay in him for him to give you empower. You give you that divine ability. The more you stay in him, the more he builds you. The more he empowers you. The more he gives you, he reveals his secret to you. So that wherever you are, you make the difference. So even Jesus, Bible says, even Jesus, who has everything, he has to be empowered. He has to stay in God. He has to remain in God for God to do, give him what it takes to be able to go out there to do good. So when you exempt yourself from here, when you decide I'm not coming to church, I don't want to come and listen and I'm tired today when they have to call you before you come and you still expect God to empower you. No. You go out there and the unbeliever, that's why we are afraid of demons. But when you are empowered, when you see a witch, you tell the witch you are under my feet. You are empowered. When you see anyone misbehaving somewhere, you stand there and you command because you are empowered. You stay, you've stayed in God. God has given you all that it takes to be able to go out there and do exploits. But when you, you don't come, this is where we, 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 we get all that we are supposed to get. The divine enablement, the, the, the grace and everything is in the house of God. So I'm, I'm admonishing all of you that make this place your house. That morning when there is a meeting, come. In the, you don't write your name that I want to join a department and leave. You'll be powerless. you see a cockroach and you run away. But when you are empowered, you see lion. Daniel went in and slept with lion. And the lion could not do him anything because he was empowered. Do you get me? He was empowered. They threw them into no circumstance, no situation will be able to overtake you because you are in Christ and he has empowered you for manifestation. Wherever you stand, the glory of God will be revealed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I want you to know that the fuel for a supernatural is consistency in daily fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Even in crisis. Some of us, when we don't have money, we don't come to church. Some mommy will give you money, but because you want to use it for a different thing, you don't want to come. You won't come to church. You'll be so why you say, I don't have money. Meanwhile, you have money. You have money for every other thing except picking a car. So in crisis, even when you don't have money, you have to come. You have to let God know that, ah, Father, I love you. I love you. If you really want to walk in power, you want to walk in miracle, let God, let the world know that you love God. Let God know that, ah, as for this, he doesn't have money, but he will walk to the house of God. He will come and sweep. He will come and clean here. When God sees that you are doing everything for him, God will give you his best. He will give you all the riches from above. He will give you all the empowerment. He will make a difference. He will make a statement with your life. Nations will seek you, will come and bow before you because you are seeking God. All the good things belong to God. And so when you devote your time for it, say, the Bible says when you delight yourself in him, he will give you the desires of your heart. And when you know him, he will empower you to do exploits. Bible said, those who know their God shall be strong and do exploits. And so if you know him, and you know him, and you know him, Daniel and Co. knew him. They knew him that they saw fire, and they told themselves, even if this God is not going to accept us, is not going to deliver us, we are not going to bow. We stand for the truth. There is a truth that we have discovered, and that is what we are 
holding on to. We won't turn. We won't, we, we won't settle for the less. This is what we know. And so we are working with, with, with it. And when they walked in it, they saw the power of God. At, at, uh, uh, God displayed his power through them. They saw the power of God at work. They saw the manifestation of God. They saw so many things. So as you are here, it's not the anointing oil. And it's not the holy water. It is you being obedient, opening up, opening up to God and telling God, now I'm born again and then I have, an, I have an assignment. Let me discover my assignment. Let me walk in it. Empower me. Let me do exploits. Talk to God. You talk to him about everything. You talk to him about everything. Daddy, today I am weak. I cannot go. May you breathe into me. Let me go back to church because there is something good in the house of God. When I get there, I won't come back the same. Sometimes I come to church and I see that I'm tired. When you see me dancing, you don't don't come down there so you don't see. You see me dancing and shouting and screaming when you see me after everything you see that I am empowered again. The strength, the, the, the Bible says the, 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 the good things are in the house of God. You can't stay out there and then think God is going to empower you. Even cockroach can hit you. You cannot do it because you are powerless. But when you stay in him, there is power in him. When you stay, when you keep coming, even the word alone, the word, if you have the word and somebody says something and you think the word in you will bounce back, will, what is in you will come out and you are always ruling. You are always walking in your high places. You are always putting the enemy where he belongs to. You are always uh, uh, being favored. When, 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 when you are in God, when you stay in God, there is something called favor that is always following you. There is something called favor. When people are being cast down, there is a lifting up for you. When people are being denied, there is a people are receiving you. When people are struggling to pay fees, parents are struggling to pay their for you, God makes a way. And so there is power in the house of God. When we talk of manifestation, your life itself will manifest the power of God. You manifest in you display the works of God because you know God. Because today I want you to know that when you know God Bible says don't boast in your money. Don't boast in your wisdom. Boast because you know me. When you know me me I walk confidently. But I walk confidently because I know God. And I know with God all things are possible. I know with God he can make a difference with my life. I know with God I'm walking with you but I know with God I'm walking with you. I'll be called and you'll be, you'll be left out. So know God. I want you to know God for yourself. If you want to be empowered. Know God. If you want to manifest God's glory, know God. Seek him. Look for him. Read your Bible search for him and he will empower you to do more out there hallelujah I want us to I have talked about I want to Exodus 25 40 Exodus 25 40 Exodus 20 say See that you make them according to the pattern shown to the mountains. See, do it according to the pattern. There is a pattern. When you come to God, there is a pattern. And when you follow that pattern, what your teachers are teaching you, when you follow it, it will work. Yesterday, I was talking to some young boys. And then they said, Auntie, you know, sometimes when you come to church and they see our facilitators, they see us doing something small, then they are angry and they are talking and they are... And I say, they don't say don't do something small. That's what there's something small you will do. But you have to let them know that you stand for the truth. 
Not something small. Yes, you can go out there. Uh, uh, that's your song. How do you say it? Some, once in a while you say, Let me see you, Debuga. Oh, yo, yo, yo. Let me see you. Oh, yo, yo, yo. Buga. You know, you can do it. Once in a while you do it. Once in a while you do it. But don't let it rule you. Once in a while you do it. Oh, yo, yo, yo. Oh, yo, yo, yo. Buga. Yes. Once in a while you do it. But let everybody know you that you stand for Christ. Let it be known out there that you stand for Christ. Yes, once a while you go to the parties. Once a while somebody will invite you. But let it be known in the world when you are coming. Bible says, ah, Peter and Co. They knew, they knew them that these people, they are followers of Christ. And if you are, God, if you, 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 God sees that you give your all to him. You are doing your all. And you, 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 uh, you, you stand for him. You have given your all and you stand for him. And you will die for him. God will not leave you. I mean, God will do, God will do more than you expect with your life. God will do more than you, you expect with your life. So, I'm just admonishing you. Love God with all your heart. Stand with God. No matter what. If you have it, if you don't have it. Stand with God. Sometimes you see mommy going through issues. Mommy and daddy are going through troubles. They getting money to pay your school fees. But if you have, you are empowered, you have the power of God, or you know you have set yourself apart for God, you can go on your knees and talk to God. That daddy, look at mommy and daddy. They are struggling to pay my school fees. And through you, God will make a way. Through you, God will make a way. Some of the challenges your parents are going through. Bible says Jesus loved the little children. When you go on your knees, some of the challenges you are facing in this uh, uh, department. When, 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 when you go on your knees and you talk to God. That daddy, your friend who is not accepting Christ. When you go to God, you keep talking. You keep hammering. You keep, when you go, you go on your knees and you talk to God. God will make a difference. Winning souls. Winning souls, winning souls. When you go out there, you kneel down and you talk. You talk to them, they won't listen, but keep hammering. Keep it. Your seed one day will germinate and it will bear much fruit. Hallelujah. I want to talk about boldness. We receive boldness to preach the gospel, defend the faith, and stand for the truth every time we commune with the Lord, knowing God. Act 4, 23. Act 4, uh, 29 to 31. It talks about Paul and Silas. It talks about Paul and Silas. It talks about Paul and Silas. Oh no, it talks about the threat. Okay, see, now look, consider their threat and enable your servant to speak your word with great. But then these people were being threatened. They were being threatened. They just stood and they said, Lord, consider their threat. And so if anyone is disturbing you, if any, you can just stand, if you have that power, if you have, if you have a right standing with God, you can call on God and say, God, consider their threat. Look at what they are doing to me. Even if people are gossiping about you, you can go to God and say, look, these people are gossiping and turn their heart towards you. Let them know you. It's not every time that has to be negative. Sometimes you pray that God touch them. Let them love you. You pray and you exhibit power there. Hallelujah. They were able to do Daniel 3.15. I think we've talked about Daniel. Daniel 11.32 says, those who do know their God shall be strong and do exploit. You will do exploit. 2 Timothy 1.12. 2 Timothy 1.12. I want you to write the scriptures then. 2 Timothy 1.12. It says, that is why I am suffering as I am. 
Yet I am not ashamed because I know whom I have believed. And I'm convinced that he is able to guard what I have entrusted to him for, the day, to the, uh, for that day. Please give me the message. He says, it's also the cause of all the troubles I am in. Sometimes when you come to God, there's a lot of troubles. But I have no regret. You don't have to regret, no matter what you go through. I have no regret. I couldn't be more sure of my grounds. The one I have trusted in can take care of what he has trusted me to do right to the end. The one I have trusted in him, he's able to help me. He's able to guide me. He's able to be with me. Yes, I am going through troubles. But the one I have trusted, I, the one I have determined to follow, he will give me what he says to be able to do it. To be able to do much, to, to be able to do more, to be able to make the difference in the world. You have trusted in somebody, and that person is the one who is going to empower you for his work and not your work. There's a scripture that says, Not our will by his will. There's a scripture that says, Do the will of God. It's the will of God, it's not our will. It's the will of God. Ephesians 3 12 also says, With great power comes great responsibility. 1 Corinthians 15:10 talks about the grace of God. 1 Corinthians 15, 10. First Corinthians 15, 10. Say, because God was so gracious, so very generous, here I am. And I am not about to let his grace go waste. Haven't I worked hard trying to do more than any other? Even then, my work didn't amount to all that much. It was God giving me the work to do. God giving me the energy to do it. It's God who gives the energy. He's been able to do more because of the grace of God. He stayed in. If you really want to walk in power, you really want to do, make the difference, stay in God. He says, I have done more. But I didn't do it by my own strength. Because I, 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 I'm in God, I stayed in God. His grace, His grace has enabled me to do more. And so his grace will enable you to go out there to do more. His grace will be able to go out there to make the difference. His grace, his grace. He says, I have done more than every other person. Why? Because this Paul that we are talking to, Bible says in Galatians 1, I think 10, 11, he says when, when, when he met Jesus, when he was arrested, he didn't go to anybody. He says, for me, what I am doing now, I didn't get it for any man. No man told me. I, I, I went to, it's a revelation that I had from God. Please give me Galatians 1, 10 and 11. It says, I am now trying to win the approval. I, I am now trying to win the approval of men or God. I think suppose I am not. Okay. Am, am, I, am I now trying to win the approval of men or of God? Or am I trying to please men? If I were still trying to please men, I would not be a servant of Christ. 11. He says, I want you to know, brothers, that the gospel I preach is not something that men made up. Please go again, 12. I did not receive it from any man, nor was I taught it. Rather, I received it by revelation from Jesus Christ. Revelation, because I see, I sought his face. 
and he taught me what to do. He led me in the path that I should go. He was with me always. He speaks to me. He talks to me. And so I'm able to do more. I had the revelation from God. Yes, I was doing when I was there. I was there. I was doing my own thing. But when he, I was arrested, the day he called me, Saul, Saul, why are you perfect? From that day, Bible says he did not go to confer with flesh and blood. He went into hiding. He went in to seek the face of God. And so when he came out, when he came out, he began to do exploit. He beca- he began to do so many things. Read the Bible and see the thing that Peter's were there before Paul. But Paul did much because he he had a revelation from the God. Seek the face of God. Do you want to be powerful? Do you want to make the difference? You have to seek the face of God. You have to search for him. You have to do everything possible to say, Lord, I stand for you. Give me what it takes. Give me that enablement because I want to make a difference. When I speak, when you are in him and you speak, things will begin to fall in place for you. When you are in him, you you, you, you stay under him. He will give you all the things to soar higher. Whilst people are powering, you will be soaring higher. Things will be easier for you. In, uh, uh, the, 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 the world will hear of you. Kings will bow before you because you are in the Lord. In him is everything good. In him you, you, you do exploit. In him, without him you can do nothing. He says we are, he is a tree and we are the branches. When you detach yourself from him, you can do nothing. There is no power. There is nothing. But when you stick to him, oh God will use your life to make a statement. People will hear from you. Hallelujah. People will hear from you. I hope you are being blessed. It's my time up. Persecutions, temptations, trials will arise because you stand for God. Persecutions. But you have to know that there is a crown awaiting you. This God we say, we can't outgive him. We can't. He gives us more. He says, you give me your 10% and I'll give you what? Eh? Peter said, what are you going to give us? I'll give you 100 fold. Whatever you give to God, he will multiply it, increase it and give it. In this year of increase, you try your offering as you walk in here. Everything you do, God, God is going to increase you on every side. Nothing will go waste. God is going to make sure this year of increase, we are in uh, July. Today's, today's date is 7th. 10th. Today is 10th. From today, make, I mean, take, decide. Decide. Tell yourself, from, I'm giving my life to Christ again. I'm going to do more for Christ. I want to see the difference. I want to see if he's going to use me to make a statement. My life to make a statement. I want to see what he can do with my life. Give it a try again and tell yourself, I'm giving my all to God. And you see the wonders that God will do with your life. Hebrews 12, 2. Me and scriptures. Me and scriptures. Hebrews 12, 2. I did not receive it. No. Hebrews 12, 2. I said, let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. Who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat at the right hand of the throne of God. He saw that there was something awaiting. So he didn't allow anything to distract him. He pressed on. He pressed on. So pressed on. Do you want to be empowered? Do you want to be empowered? Do you want to manifest the glory of God? Do you want to be a sign and a wonder? Then stay in God. Stay in God. Romans 8, 18 says, the glory that God is about to reveal 
you can't compare to the suffering. You may go through the tribulation when you are serving God, but don't look at that one because there is a glory awaiting that God is going to manifest. Hallelujah. And some of the temptation we go through, uh, the message Bible says it is, it is a small potatoes before God. They are nothing. Hallelujah. First Peter 4, 12 says, and 13 says what? First Peter 12, Maloshada. Friends, when life gets really difficult, don't jump to the conclusion that God isn't on the job. When things get tough, when you are serving God and you meet the challenges, don't think God is not in it. God is there. Sometimes he's testing our faith. Sometimes he's testing our patience. Sometimes he's, he wants to see what is in your heart. That when I push you, when you put tea back in water, in hot water, you see that it darkens. When you put it in cold water, but sometimes God wants to see how much you love him. So he will let you go through the challenges. He will let you go through everything. Hallelujah. But this morning, I came to present God. Do you want to be powerful? Then hold on to God. Come into the house of God. Do the things of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's rise and pray. One prayer. You are just telling God that today, lift up your hands and talk to God. The Father, I thank you for the word. And let it be enveloped in my spirit. Where you have missed it, just talk to God that today I rededicate my life, that it take over. I want to be empowered. I want to be a sign and a wonder. I want to do your bit, your bidding. I want to love you more. I want to be empowered wherever I am. Everlasting Father, this morning we are so grateful that you came down to speak to us. Daddy, let this word be enveloped in our spirit. Let it guide us, let it lead us. That from today, oh God, in our weakness, your strength will be made perfect. You use us, oh God, to do exploit. We know we spoke on empowerment. And because that word has come to us, you watch over it to perform in our lives. I decree and declare that everyone here is empowered. In the name of Jesus. Everyone here is anointed to do exploit. In the name of Jesus. Youth, oh Kibran, do the bad. Youth, depart, youth. The youth department is going to move to another dimension. They are going to see new things in this place. In the name of Jesus. The heavens are going to open. Our desires are going to be met. Things are going to be renewed here. And above all, daddy, draw us closer to yourself. And use our lives, oh God, to make a statement. Let the world hear of us that indeed we are your children. Use our lives to do more to the glory of your holy name. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening. God bless you. Precious Redeemer and free.